Avery from GP, ran to Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From Afros and Braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. GP3 Homies from the Block. And now, here's Ran and Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. This is round 76, GP3. Hey, everybody. Happy Black History Month. You know, I know we said it last week. We'll just say it every single week. Rand, what's up, man? You there? I'm doing all right. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. And Millennial is on the show with us this morning, too. What's up, Millennial Nick? Getting over something, but I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Hang in there, man. Hang in there. We all been through it. We have all been through it. Yeah, right. Hang in there, man. Any uh, shout-outs? No shout-outs today, man. No shouts? No shouts. Well, okay. Um, in terms of no, Black I'm History just surprised, Month, man. You don't have to create of, any. I'm just saying. Right, Black Black History Month, man. Uh, on Huffington Post, they have a list of the 24 children's books you should read to your kids in honor of Black History Month. And quite honestly, some of us need to read those books too. Ah, okay. Uh, so, can you name some off? Oh yeah, I can name some of them off. One is called, uh, of course, you you're familiar with this one, uh, Hidden Figures. Oh uh, yeah. You too am America. Look what Brown can do for you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Teeny Stitches, uh, Baby Flow, I Have a Dream, Baby uh, Day Bob Barbershop, you know, <laughs> Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History, Ruby wow. Bridges, you know, just to name a few. Very cool, man. You got to send me the link. I got to make sure we put that up for our uh, Black History Month. Uh, All right, we will do. Make sure we do that. All right, um, mm-hmm. Millennial, you got any shout-outs? Yeah, shout-out to Ryan Coogler. <laughs> <laughs> Only four days left. Only four days left, man. Black Panther yep. is the uh, director. Yeah, yep, shout-out. Hey, I got a shout-out. Um, uh, Stephanie Espy uh, did an interview with her this week. Uh, she is uh, local. local. Uh, actually, you know, her company's worldwide, but uh, based here in the ATL. Um, she owns a company called Math SP. And uh, she wrote a book called STEM Gems, which is stemgemsbook.com. And basically, man, she is a, um, you know, I, I wouldn't call it just test prep. Um, you mm-hmm. know, she's an author, chemical engineer, just a lot of, uh, uh, an in, you know, engineer and, and really focused on bringing STEM to women. Uh, so kudos yeah. to her. Did an interview with her this week. Rand turned me on. Uh, to Stephanie Espy, and we did an interview this week for uh, You Need to Know. And she's a great entrepreneur, mm-hmm. somebody you should know. Uh, that interview's up on the uh, You Need to Know podcast, uh, so check it out. Thank you, Stephanie. Appreciate you. You uh, All right, Steph. Hooking up the we'll content. be chatting with you this week, as usual. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> Good deal. Hey, um, part one, man, we're going to roll in the Super Bowl. Um, and that was last week? Yeah, last week, believe it or wow. not. Eagles won, ran. You owe me something, ran? Do you owe me anything? <laughs> you remember I said 
as a bet man, I was going to go for the for the Pats, but in my heart, I was for the Eagles. <laughs> there you go. So I, I, I right. netted out, man. I netted out. There you go. I, I was, I mean, you know, it was an excellent game, man. So I, I was yes. glad the Eagles won. Um, you know, so it was worth uh, watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was worth watching. Yeah. Um, People, you know, they went back and forth now, the fourth quarter. Oh, man. Like the last five minutes, and then, um, you know, Patriots got it. Eagles didn't complete it. Patriots got it. And then, um, you know, lo and behold, Tom Brady's about to pass the ball, and defense for the Eagles comes and smacks the ball right out of his hand. Yeah. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. Have you ever seen Tom drop a ball? I've never seen, uh, you know, they're so, for the last few years, man, they've been so consistent at pulling it off last minute. I think right. everybody kind of counted the Eagles out all the way up to it. So, Rand, any, right. any observations, Rand? Well, I mean, you know, the Super Bowl, I would say the last five or six Super Bowls have really been good. When you look at them, they've, they've all come down mm-hmm. to the last possession. I can remember as a kid, the Super Bowl was like, Super you know, when you had the Steelers, mm-hmm. they would just beat teams by 20 and 30 points. And so um, it's great to see that the ball, the games are more competitive. Um, it shows you that there's parity in the league. Um, even though, um, I mean, when you think about it, New England has been to the Super Bowl, I think, nine times. Yep. Right. And they've, they've won five and they've lost four. So that lets you know that uh, even though they have, they're constantly going to the Super Bowl, but there are four of the teams out there that have beaten them. You know, yeah, that's about an almost 50 win rate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, any favorite commercials? Anything? The Alexa commercial. Which one? The Alexa one. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, celebrity, yeah, celebrity replacements. Amazon did a that good job cute. with that. That was good. Uh, what about you, Rand? I mean, I, I didn't really see, I mean, other than Alexa, there weren't too many I would consider memorable that I would go like, yeah. wow, I'd like to see it again. I mean, you know, I, I think for me now, being an industry professional, mm-hmm. uh, I'm probably more critical. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so they don't have the same... Um, luster like they once did years ago just like when you know when we talk about the season when it comes to oh, the right. music music and movie awards now they just don't have the same feel to them because i know so much now yeah right and uh i'll, I'll pick uh doritos and uh, mountain dew with um what is okay. what, peter what's his name from um uh from um uh, Game of Thrones and and uh, and Morgan oh, Freeman, yeah, P- Peter Dinklage and and um, and Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman. I mean, I'll, I'll, that was my favorite of all of, of all of them, along with uh, Amazon. Uh, what about JT at halftime? Any any thoughts? Any any feedback? I mean, I heard I I heard mixed reviews. I heard some mm-hmm. people loved it. Some people, well, some people love because they just love JT, <laughs> right? And some people right. thought you know it was a little awkward out there. You know he. Um, one thing from what I saw, he has lost a lot of his instinct dance moves. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he 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 looked kind of bad out there in some of yes. the dance moves. Like, dude, just stay still. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah. stay no. still and actually sing the song. Yeah. Because one thing got my nerve. Every time he would start a song, he would sing like the first ten words, and then he would like point to the crowd and be like, "Sing along, man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, sexy back, yeah," and then. He, keep dancing and do whatever he was doing but no that somebody on somebody on twitter um took a video of the crowd crowd was not feeling it i I hear you well you know for me man i I think uh i think bruno mars man kind of set the bar so high yeah this past this past decade yeah 
and, mm-hmm. and and it's just tough. It's tough for these other artists to come out and perform at that level, at that with that energy well, that Bruno put into it. Like the last couple of times he's performed, um, it makes it tough. I mean, who? It, it's kind of like you know, Rand. You and I have always talked about when you have a really good artist to go on before, um, you know, like somebody who a headliner. Uh, mm-hmm. You never put anybody on who's really, really, really good before you, and and I think people because because I kept hearing I, well reading some of the tweets, there were people who were still saying that they you know the the Bruno performance was still kind of unforgettable. So yeah, you know, yeah, you know, kinda, I, I think I think you guys compared. are absolutely right. I think that the, I think we have to keep in mind that Bruno is such a showman. Yeah, he right. and his band and. Let's be honest. JT has not been doing a lot of performing. Most of his performing recently has been on on screen. Yeah, it you know, has, or it has been. or doing Jimmy Fallon. You know, right. uh, lip sync. So he has not been out there uh, getting getting the grind on. Yeah, I agree. Right. I agree. And plus, and one more thing: mm-hmm. the first three minutes of the show, the audio was so bad I couldn't even hear him sing, and I heard the track behind him more. Yeah. So I just I just want to say, you know, if, if that had been anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have just been panned for the audio issues in that first half. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, y'all, let's well, move we're on. In the age, we're in the age, man, where white boys always get mulligans. Remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Stick the jab in, Ram. Get that jab. Hey, uh, the dude in the interview. Oh, Lord. Quincy Jones. Listen, do you, do, you, do you remember where you were when you read this interview? You know, <laughs> as, as always, uh, you know, uh, millennial tweets the link to me, um, and mm-hmm. and because millennial is kind of our producer, so millennial no, shot the, uh, the yeah, link, I and I said, it. I was like, what? Jones, wait, what? What is this? And I scrolled through the interview, and then you know, so lo and behold, you know, I'm sitting down. I think at breakfast, and and um, boom, and, and, and once too. I started reading, I was it, doing the same. just couldn't put it down. Rand, what are your thoughts? I, I you know. I, I just want to know why. What's the purpose of all this, Quincy? I mean, you, I mean, you're an icon. Uh, I just want to know why. I mean, I, I really don't understand. Is is dementia setting in, and we just don't? We're, <laughs> we're, this is the first. This is a, a phase of it that we're finally recognizing because, you know, the, the going through this whole thing of who slept with who and Michael Jackson. You like Brazilian music? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the crazy. way this whole thing, man, it was just like, wow, where's this going? I mean, but I don't know, man. I'm speechless. Yeah, we we all were. <laughs> yeah, I think I, you know what, Rand. I think, um, well, you know, for for one week, I guess out of many weeks, for the first time, uh, Trump didn't top everybody with something outrageous. Um, right. You know, so if anything. If anything, this week it was a relief to see somebody else doing something outrageous other than coming out of the White House. Um, Mm -hmm. It's where it should be in the entertainment field. Um, You know, but I think a lot of this has to do with, you know, he's got a new book coming out. Uh, He has um, a new, I think, documentary um, Mm -hmm. that's going to be, I'm not sure on what network, I think either Showtime, but it's coming up as well. And he's launching um, a couple of uh, networks, um, either digital networks. So I think, you know, if anything, I, you know, I think it's about a, you know, a, a push for relevance again. Um, you know, Rand, for you and I, mm-hmm. I mean, we we grew up, 
probably, well, not probably, but definitely. I mean, he was an icon. And even when it came down to the albums he did and, and ran, I don't know if you remember like sounds and stuff like that. The dude, definitely mm-hmm. the dude was probably a big album, but Quincy was always relevant in terms of putting out albums and compilations. And, you know, after probably the Secret Garden, uh, what would, uh, Quint, Quint, the Juke Joint, I think that may have been it, or, no, no, no yeah, Back on Juke the Block, Joiner. Back on the Block. And then he did Juke Joint, a couple of other things. He really hasn't been relevant in terms of making making uh, albums and producing people. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it just seems, you know, to me like it was probably like um, not a plea, but just a reminder of his relevance. Um, was Monique Husband Sydney? is he, is that... Quincy's manager or PR person? <laughs> I don't know. Man. It's funny. It could be, man. But but uh, the whole thing, the the, the Michael Jackson uh, being Machiavellian and lifting songs and you know mm. and and plastic surgery. The Beatles, horrible musicians. You know, uh, the Who Killed JFK thing just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, and the Ivanka. You said hell. If Oliver Stone can make a movie, at least I could say. But, you know, the fun, the crazy thing about this, Rand, I was having a conversation with somebody this week and as crazy as as it all sounds, he was there. Mm -hmm. He knew all these people. He knew Brando well. He knew Pryor well. Um, He knew James Baldwin and Baldwin knew Brando because Baldwin and Brando would hang out. Uh, They were part of the civil rights movement. I mean, you have pictures today where you see Brando with his arm over, you know, at, 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 uh, marches and things like that, you know, Marvin Gaye, I'm not sure how that, how he came into that mix, but definitely with Brando, uh, Pryor and Baldwin and even Richard Pryor's, um, uh, Richard Pryor's, uh, widow, uh, confirmed that they were seeing, they, they, they had been together, but you know, either way, man, I, I think it's just, um, I don't, I don't, um, uh, you know, I think it's relevance, man. And, and it, well, you know how people get. <laughs> they could say, you know what? If you know, yeah, me, you know, you're going just, out. It's like I'm gonna let it all out before I before I get right, it. Right. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, it was it was without a doubt. I will say this from an entertainment standpoint. It's one of the most entertaining interviews I've read in years. I mean, from mm-hmm. entertain. It's just entertaining how it flows how he jumps around, how he interrupts the interviewer. It's just an entertaining interview. Right. And and most of the people who it, are... It was, it, to me, it, it was shock value, man. Yeah, it was. Everything it was, was like bounce, bounce. Yeah. Yeah, there was a level of shock. But it was it was so entertaining, man. It was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. And he's done a couple. He did the GQ interview. He's done a couple of interviews. So this is, I think, before yeah. he said something about Taylor Swift. And, you know, so... It's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see what's next. I, I think that's what people are asking. What's next? You know? Right. And the indictment of popular music. I mean, we've been talking about that for a while, so I don't think that was anything yeah. new. Oh, he wasn't lying about that. No, <laughs> no, not at all. All right, y'all. Uh, Amorosa on, on uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Hey, hold hey, up. Hey, hold uh, up. <laughs> here's the thing, Ryan. I invited uh, Millennial on. Because Millennial watches the show religiously. Yes. And, Good God. Uh, and I guess my question, Millennial, uh, did it help or hurt the show having her on? Okay. Okay, I have to, I have to kind of start from the beginning here. Um, okay. I will say this. The past few seasons, Big Brother have been really bad. 
just in terms of like people actually play the game and people who you know aren't there just to you know start petty drama and just you know showmance and all this crazy reality tv stuff you want to call it but i i think i want to say she was a last minute addition because it seemed like they wanted 10 and then they just kind of almost is out let's add her you know but um so far um there's only been it just started this thursday but um let me well let me tell you how this goes basically they're going to be in this house from if she's still around uh basically from last Thursday until February 25th. This isn't going to be a 90-day season like the regular Big Brother. Like It's, pre- it's pretty much going to be a pretty much condensed season. Okay. Um, but in terms, of, anyway, in terms of how she is in the house, she is exactly what I thought. Okay. <laughs> and one, one thing about Big Brother, you know, they, these people, when they go into the Big Brother house, they, are, they um, are basically stripped of everything. They're stripped of the internet, communication, they basically see each other pretty much every day <laughs> that they're in this house. Right. So you will see, you you will eventually see everybody's real personalities come out. And seeing her in the house was exactly what I expected. She is manipulative. She is you know strategic. Um she's she's very coy. She tries, she, you know, th- there's a moment where she is um she tries to make an alliance with Keisha Nipolium. Mm-hmm. This little to, I mean, to, let me tell you my skin crawl when I heard Omarosa's words, Black Girl Magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wanted to make a Black Girl Magic alliance with Keisha. But yeah, um, but anyway, the, the big news out of this, um, I guess, Celebrity Big Brother thing is the fact that she had a conversation with Ross Matthews about, you know, the White House. And Ross Matthews was asking, you know, uh, you know, how is it, blah, blah, blah. And then Omarosa was like, it's bad. And every time that I try to tell Trump to stop tweeting, you know, Aaron and Ivanka and all the people come and, you know, stop me. And then Ross asked him, Ross, Ross asked her, um, you know, uh, you know, is it going to get any better? And she's like, no, it's, it's bad. <laughs> that it's going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was interesting. And, and I don't know, Rand, yeah. if, if you... Ran, you probably just saw the headlines. I know you don't. You didn't watch I, 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 I saw online. I saw um video of that conversation about the, mm-hmm. the, the Trump White House. I mean, let's be honest. Omarosa is one of the pioneer re- reality strategists. Yes, that's exactly why she's perfect for this show. You know, she, she yes. and that guy on the Survivor, Richard, um, the gay guy. Mm-hmm. They they wrote the playbook. Oh, Richard on Hatch. Omarosa. Yeah, they wrote the oh, playbook. Yeah. They wrote the book on this stuff. Not right manipulation, here, so. and yeah. yeah, and you know it's it's interesting because right now her um, her back is against the wall technically. Right now, everybody is actually against her and Keisha, hmm. um, because they tried to convince Shannon to take somebody off the block and replace them just to scare them, and then Shannon didn't want to do it, and then everybody's like, "Oh, why?" Do you? Everybody's upset at each other. So, hmm. you know, typical Big Brother stuff. But so, what's up with her being rushed you know, to the her, hospital? Is she is she was that? Is she back or is she? Is she what's um, up with that? We'll find more. Well, tonight is the episode where they'll where they'll they'll um they'll air um, cons- you know what what happened concerning Omarosa or whatever happened to her. Yeah, they said it was some kind of asthma attack. Some folks that, say that it was fake right. to, to give her time out of the out of the house. So I don't know. People, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. All right, y'all. Hey, just real quick, and this happened. Um, Actually, Super Bowl night, the Clo- the Cloverfield Paradox. It was a movie that was supposed to be released in the theaters. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is the way it was mm. done. 
Yeah, um, Rand, I don't know if you've heard about this, but there was a the Cloverfield Paradox, which I don't know why they're still making these Cloverfield movies. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, it was supposed to be released, and they had a Super Bowl commercial to promote the theater. Yeah. And yeah. last minute, day of, they decided to release it on Netflix. And and it it was even surprising to the cast and crew. They didn't okay. even know it. So the studio actually sold it to Netflix, like, and and they announced it to the stars. Right before the like before the commercial aired that night within the day within All the right. day, um, Google uh, Mbatha Raw is in it. Uh, you know uh, the the lady who played uh, Will Smith's wife in Concussion, actress. Okay. And, uh, you know what else she's going to be in? Which one? What else? Uh, she's going to be in Wrinkle in Time next month. Ah, that's right, and she is in Wrinkle yeah. Wrinkle in Time. And the verdict yeah, is, I mean, I, I had a chance to check it out on Netflix, and and actually they made a good move. Better off on Netflix anyway. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't see how they stretched that out. It was planned on being released, and they decided. But the thing is, Rand, the reason I'm bringing it up is, in in many cases, I think uh, from what I'm hearing, that might be a strategy for a lot of Hollywood releases if they feel the release isn't garnering momentum. Right. Where they'll sell well, it to know, Netflix. What's, what's, what's interesting you you mention that is as I'm all of this, all the momentum behind Black Panther, and I'm asking myself all the time. I'm saying. With Panther is setting all sorts of records, and again, I know yes. there's, a, there's a it's a genre if you're really into the Marvel stuff. Yeah. But it says to me, it says a message to Hollywood: if you put the right marketing behind a quality product, mm-hmm. you will reap the rewards. Yeah. So why I mean, stop doing this Tyler Perry style of marketing where you know you you, you want to hand out flyers at the church to get people <laughs> to show up? Yeah. Well, you know, it also I mean, it also says, you know, Rand, if if you got a bad product, you can't market a bad product. You know, right, right, but you got to have a good product. I mean, that's that's the main thing. But it just says to me is that to these movies now, what's going to happen? All these movie theater on are going to probably up the price of popcorn and soda because they know all these black folks are going to show up in there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's, it's okay. It's okay for me to spend my money because now you're driving me there. But yeah. then, when you don't have a, a quality product, you don't want me in your movie theater. Wow! You know it's a, it's right. it's it's a it's a shame, man. It really is. Yep, it is. All right, real quick, man. Briefs. Uh, Reggie E. Kathy, man, died at fifty nine. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, from The Wire. Um, he was in House of Cards. Ran. You watch House of Cards, mm-hmm. right? You yeah, he Fred- was he was he was Freddie, man. He was, he was a cool brother, man. I remember him on um. On uh, the Wire Man and also Luke Cage and stuff. It's a uh, great actor from Huntsville, Alabama, man, and uh, definitely gonna miss him. Yep, and yeah, uh, he was uh, Doctor Franklin Storm uh, in the reboot of Fantastic Four. Great voice, man. Mm-hmm. Yale, Yale, yeah, um, Yale, educated actor, man. Came came out of Yale Theater, um, yeah. and um, you know, uh, rest in peace, um, uh, lung cancer. Basically, was the uh, was the cause, uh, you know. Of oh, course, wow. we talked about Black Panther being uh, out this week, this upcoming week, uh, February sixteenth. Um, do you know they spent seventy three million in Georgia, man? Added seventy three million to Georgia's economy. That's that's excellent uh, because, of course, most of the just about all the movie was filmed here uh, mm-hmm. in in the ATL. Uh, Ti and Walmart, by the way, are doing a free screening. Uh, they're they're hooking up and doing some free screenings as well. Mm. And I'm glad to see a lot of a lot of celebrities are are, are yeah. coming to the table doing free screenings for 
a yeah. lot of schools and and youth groups. Uh, yeah, Black Panther for the kids, man. Yeah, it's a it's a real positive thing. So glad to see it. Excellent. All right, y'all. Let's get on the train. You know, uh, just you know, there's so much going on. One of the things I wanted to to do this week, man. Um, uh, the uh, political reporter for the New York, uh, I'm sorry, Washington Post, I think, mm-hmm. did a a a countdown or or kind of a recap of everything we've seen just this year. So this week in in the in in the White House, you saw the spousal abuse issue uh, yep. come up. The the uh, resignation with with, with with two people, with two, two people in yeah. the White House. Yeah, with two people, brief shutdown. That's this week. Last week you had. Um, the revelation of moving into five Mueller. Uh, three weeks ago, you had the government shutdown. Four weeks ago, you mm-hmm. had the S-hole and porn star payoff. Five weeks ago, mm-hmm. you had fire and fury and banning out. Six weeks ago, it was New Year's Day. Can you believe okay. all this has happened within six oh, weeks? Not and, to and mention. We, and, uh, I, go ahead, Tommy. We forgot to also admit. Uh, for, we also forgot to mention that um, the number three person in the uh, Justice Department quit. Yep. Yep. Mm. And she was a Trump appointee. She didn't. She didn't want to hang around if Rod Rosenstein got fired because she didn't want to have to make that call. Wow. So all this is happening within six weeks. Amazing. Yep. So does that say? I mean, I I just don't recall. Oh, and the stock. And remember, the stock market. The stock market was correcting itself this week too. Remember, that, that's correct. Stock market all over the place. Um, so so my point, I guess, when it comes down to it, ran. And, and I'll ask you, millennial, as well. Um, I don't remember this much turmoil at the beginning of Prezo. Do you? <laughs> no. This is enough turmoil for two or three years for most yes. presidents. Yeah. We're, we're talking weeks. We're yeah. not talking years. I mean, you know, just think about the scandals that Obama went through. What I find so ironic is you got Democrats during the Obama administration said that a shutdown was was not good, but now shutdown is good since Trump is in office. Yeah. You got Republicans during the Obama administration saying mm-hmm. deficits are bad, now deficits are good. Yeah. Right. And then you got a guy supposed to have a damn military parade. I'm telling you, I told you weeks ago, the dude wants a military uniform <laughs> with a bunch of metal. Oh my like God. like Sheriff Clark, man. That's what he wants, yes. man. Mm. I'm just saying, Brian, and, and, and I'll ask you, Millennial, I'll start with you. Uh, millennial energy wise can we sustain this onslaught no <laughs> seems like straight up no i mean what you about know, you, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what else to say it's just uh, you are going to uh, i i just i think two years from now you're going to see politically people divide into camps that cannot be brought back together. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I, what I think what you're going to see, what everybody needs to be more careful of is the deepening of how information and how um, social media in particular will continue to play a role in these next two years, um, especially with influ- outside influences. You're going to see people more and more upset. And there are, you know, again, there are people, you know, like Steve Bannon, people out there who are using this time to create a stockpile of misinformation and, you know, whatever they want to do to affect the country going moving forward. Because if, um, what, let's say, mm, 
let's say if he does get impeached within by the end of the year. Okay. Um, you know, people have been saying, you know, you know, if he becomes president, what's going to happen? We're going to have Pence. You know, blah 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 blah. But honestly, if he gets impeached or something happens to him, I don't, well, first of all, I don't know if our country can recover from the idea of a president winning an election off the back of another country's help. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. Um, like Nixon, Nixon was one thing, but how politically and how morally we can move forward with the revelation that hey, you know, this man committed treason. Mm-hmm. If so, yeah. Um, but I'm just, what I'm saying is if he does, whenever he does leave, if, let's say if he, you know, voted out 2020, um, that leaves a really weird and strange vacuum in the white house, but I don't think no president has ever been more, no, no incoming president will ever have had such a, such an unknown to fill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, right, know, right on that as, note, as much as this country prides itself on you know peaceful transition to power, I don't know what comes after this. Yeah, on, on that note, I'm, I'm going to flip it over to you, Rand. Uh, what do you do, Rand? I mean, what what's the? I mean, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, let, let's just say, give me a hypothetical. What do you, what do you do? What's the solution? Uh, man, I, I, you know, I, I guess what we got to do is, man, we 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 got to start making the changes. Um, we got to start voting, voting people in, um, who are going to have the, the, the character and the courage and integrity to, to do things. Mm. Uh, and, and, and we, and we're going to have to start thinking like a, um, like, like the opposition party in terms of, we got to start getting the messages out too. Because right, right now, I do, right. I do see an imbalance of the way the messaging is being done. And, you know, a lot of that is people staying in their own vacuums and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- th- there has to be more balanced messaging, and it has accountability of our leaders. To me- We need to let our leaders know, like, look, you serve, you serve at our interests. Yeah. Okay? And that, you know, Mr. Trump, the White House is really nothing but the ultimate home office. You're residing at you are a you are a tenant, mm-hmm. and and right. everyone and everyone in D.C. They, they need to understand that. But you know we, I guess to millennials' point, because of what we're seeing, I think people now are just to the point of throwing their hands up. Yeah. Do and you? And let me let me ask you. Hands, yeah. With with that. You, with, yeah. Go ahead, Rand. Go ahead. No, you go. So go when you throw your hands up, what happens is you don't do anything, and right. it can. And it continues to, to metastasize greater and greater, just like cancer. Let me ask right. the just the the fair question to ask, okay? Um, well, that's the question. Is it fair that all the information is coming out the way it's coming out, or do you truly? Do, I mean, you know, you know what um, the what they call it, Earth Two is what, uh, what? Earth Two uh, Joy calls uh, what Fox Earth Two. As the, she calls Fox News, oh, yeah. Earth, the Earth two. president, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, is is there? You know, I'm I, I don't I don't buy into the whole deep state thing, uh, but I, I no 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 conspiracy theory. No, I will if you somebody who starts talking conspiracy theories, I walk out the room. Yeah, like I, I know I cannot. I do not want to spend the mental energy it takes to process somebody's <laughs> dumb conspiracy theory. Yeah, but so, I but I do um, but I do ask flagger, but I do ask flagger. this though, millennial. <laughs> I do ask this. I, I do ask the question. 
when when all because when you look at the amount of turmoil, like I just read to you within six weeks, I have yes. to ask, you know, because this is a lot, y'all. I mean, this is just, it's a lot. I mean, and I and I don't know the if only, it's because right. of the technology. Maybe it's it's how technology. No. And, and, I mean, we've never had. I mean, other than uh, President Obama, um, prior to President Obama with George Bush, you know, tech, we we've seen the uptick in technology over the different presidencies, and now you know yes. it's kind of like you're you're at um, you're not at peak technology now because technology no. keeps improving, but technology right now in terms of communication is a hell of a whole lot better than it was. In in uh, in the days in the Bush of, years, in the Bush years, going going back. So Ooh. I'm I'm gonna jump but from. I will, I will yeah, say this ahead. about the Bush years, though. Yeah. Uh, in retrospect, um, it was kind of crazy too. <laughs> yeah, mean, it was crazy. Forget, but the Cheney was yeah. in the woods and he shot somebody. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was it was definitely crazy. Uh, but now yeah, it was it's crazy. Just not, every, not every day, five day minutes basis. there's something. But um, you know. I guess now there's the revelations coming out of those years, and you know, the emails that they had and the the scandals and you know so on and so forth um it got crazy too not crazy to this degree but um it, it, there there was there was a certain level of shame that some united states citizens had towards bush yeah. the same way we feel about trump but worse mm-hmm. now but um yeah go ahead no i, I, I think I, one of the biggest ahead, thing, i think one of the biggest things is now is that when you look at the prior presidents they respected the office of the presidency they respected right. our democratic <clears throat> process our legislative process i think now what we have a guy in the office now only thing he he respects is the power that comes with it mm-hmm. and he's going to do what he i mean he is who he is i mean as Obama said when you get into the white house politics really just magnifies who you are so, mm-hmm. so maybe, and, and let me, Kelly, let me, because Rand, what I'm getting out of that, you know what I'm getting right. out of what you just said, Rand? Maybe What's because that? the previous presidents respected the office more, there was more containment of information, maybe more containment. Right. Would you, would you right. agree or disagree with that? I would, I would say that was more contained. understood the policies. They understood how Washington gets things done. Okay. Yes. Yeah. This guy doesn't. I mean, this guy... He wants to fire people like they're some housing inspector in Queens. Right. You know? And so you got that. And also, too, you got a group of, of leaders in, on both sides of the houses and also both parties who are just not used to being around a bully. You know, mm. most of these guys come from genteel communities and stuff. Oh. They have never been around a street fighter. Yeah. God, the picture, I'm sorry. I, I think about the picture with um somebody got a office shot of Chuck Schumer yelling at Trump and I was just like, oh my God. Chuck Schumer does not know what he's doing. Wow. <laughs> he was like pointing his finger at him and just he just looked like he had no idea what to do. Well, you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks and, and as we do this show, uh, we'll be at a point where we can look back and say, oh wow, okay, things have smoothened out. <laughs> not yeah, <I'm> not. <laughs> good, no. good luck. Hey Rand, what you got, man? Man, I'm gonna make you short, man. I uh I'm I went to a funeral this past weekend, man. A friend of mine's mother passed, and uh, and uh, and it was a beautiful service, man. Until uh, they they handed it over to the to the home to the who and to the funeral home. Okay. Every minute, the funeral home had an opportunity to speak to the speak to the all the the people who were there. They had to put in a shameless plug about who they were. Mm. It was just one of the most distasteful things I ever said. I understand being a small businessman, you want people to 
to to to to to know who you are. But sometimes you have to tell people who you are. Your your actions right. speak louder than your words. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, they had the name plastered on so many spots, man. That you would have thought that they were they were buying signage rights at a, at a football stadium. Wow. It was just, it, it, I just, you know, and again, this was an African American funeral home, and and it, they would, they were making it more about them mm-hmm. than the fact is that a family had just lost their mother, and you know, losing, Tommy, you, you've experienced this. Losing your mom is one of the, it's probably one of the worst days of your of your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And 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 to and to have a firm sitting up there who you're paying to put in shameless plugs about themselves is is mm-hmm. um. It's, it, it, it was such it left such a distaste in my mouth, man. Yeah, I think most people just wait until the end, you know, and thank in, in at the thank you point, you know. So mm-hmm. that, that that's well, I mean, even even in the program, your name is on the program. I yeah, mean, that's true. Know? Well, maybe maybe y'all should you know send them a note. Maybe maybe they nobody's told them. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. expressed what you expressed. Send them a note. Say hey, you know, and and see how they you know. Wow, that's interesting. I, I tell you what, when it comes to my home going services, man, they they will be on the short list. I tell you that much. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you. What you got, Nick? Millennium? Anything? Oh, go see Black Panther. Go see um, Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, when, is, when does Wrinkle come out? When does that come out? Oh, that comes out next month. Okay, next uh, month. March ninth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, I keep seeing promo for it, and I'm just, man, um, a lot of work is going into it. Excellent, man. Um, you know, and the, and the biggest, uh, you know, I, I read the book 12 years ago. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, fifth, sixth grade, I can't remember. But, um, you know, I just, I was thinking about, you know, her her decision to make the lead character girl, you know, a little black girl that saves the universe. Mm-hmm. And I would have never thought that growing up. Like, oh, okay, let's make the lead character black, yeah. you know? And so... You know, just looking back, you know, even even for Black Panther, I'm like, hmm, you know, I, you know, think I don't remember any black superheroes growing up, not off the top of my head. Yeah. And if they were, they weren't that known, or if they were, they weren't like the main character. No, this is so, big. you know, it's just, this is big. It's a moment. It yeah. is. I agree. I agree. Hey, y'all. Well, we appreciate uh, all the support. By the way, my my quick announcement: we uh, are actually now on Google Play. Uh, you can find you, uh, our our show on on the Google Play platform. Uh, for those of you who have Google Play Android devices, you can listen to us on Google Play. Subscribe there. Uh, also, we're on TuneIn. Mm-hmm. We're on TuneIn. We're on TuneIn Radio. So if you go to cool. TuneIn and uh, you can look for us on TuneIn, uh, the uh, GP3, uh, you can you can search us on TuneIn and you'll find us there as well. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think if you listen to it and you save it, it's become it's one of your favorites. And you have the Alexa app. You can actually call up, mm-hmm. call up the most recent episode on Alexa. So, uh, you know, Rand, thanks for your support. We appreciate it all. And Millennial Nick, thanks for all your hard work and support. Mm-hmm. As well. That's why we do it. So, and of course, for everybody who supports us, we appreciate it. All right. Hey, y'all, but don't forget, uh, again, uh, share us with your friends. You could go to castropolis.net, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Check out the shows. Email us, gp3rtt at gmail. All that information's coming up. We're on Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, man. Ram, appreciate it again, man. Good week, bro. Thank you so much uh, for joining and, and getting on the show, bro. 
and uh, Millennial Nick, thanks for jumping in, mm-hmm. doing your thing for that. With that, when, <laughs> when when I heard about Celebrity Big Brother, and he heard about, it, he said, "I want to be on the show this week." So yeah, there you go. <laughs> so no, oh, I forgot to mention. You know, they're on live feeds too. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. Always have live feeds, so it's just you know. I mean, I don't watch it because it costs money. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just you know the the idea. You know, I was just mulling over the idea that Omarosa and Keisha and I pull him in the alliance together. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's just crazy. crazy. You know, 2018, no, no, no short of surprises. Not at all. Not at all. So you mean to tell me Keisha and I pull him because of Ed Hartwell, now she, now she on this piece of shit show, man? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I'm down. We well, so Meta, Meta World Peace is on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it the number one show? Is it the number one, by the way, Millennium ratings wise? Number one, what? Um, I mean, it does well. I mean, I don't know. It's number one in its time slot. Sure. There you go. All right. Well, well, with that, on that said, uh, again, we appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate the support. Uh, again, seventy six is in the can, and we out. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap SB the G, graphics Lady J. Thanks for listening.